want the world. Yeah, I want the world. Yeah, I want it all. Said I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. I'm coming to get it. Don't care what you heard. Don't care what you heard. I'm taking it all. Cause I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. Yeah, I want the world. It's the best in the game. Best in the biz. About that time. And you know what it is. Coming from Brooklyn. Bringing that truth. Never gonna lie. Never gonna lose. Always on top. Keeping it steady. He'll make you tap out. And you won't be ready. He got the suplex. Breaking your back. Now everyone in the world. Gonna listen to Taz. All right. What's up? What's up? Welcome to the Taz Show. I'm he, Taz. Thank you for downloading this episode. Radio.com. That's the on the uh, website there. Or maybe you're doing it on the Radio.com app. Maybe Apple Podcast. Could be a Stitcher. Maybe you're doing it there. Maybe it's Spotify. Maybe it's the Google gimmick, whatever the Google Podcast uh, Android Schnabitz is. Whatever you're doing, I appreciate that You're pulling me, uh, my content into your life And that means a lot to me You have a lot of options out there, I know that I'll give you that hokey shit a lot of hosts tell you You have a lot of options with podcasts But you took the time to listen to me Yeah, okay, great, that means you're just loyal to me, right? Please stop, I know that's not true I'm very well aware So uh, anyway, it's okay, you listen to me And that's all that really matters at the end of the day (laughs) And hopefully uh, you keep listening for the rest of your life So if you haven't subscribed to the show You should do that, hit the subscribe button Subscribe, it's really simple, it's free I give you a ton of content, I'm on the cusp of 700 episodes And I'm the best It's really that simple So that's it. Okay, so we started off real smooth. Now, I have two things, uh, topics I want to discuss in this episode that are good things. They make me smile. They're nice things, okay? But I have to tell you, I have a, like, I I had a bad sinus infection last week, and I actually had to miss one day of Taz and Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, that's right. I actually utilized a sick day, which is the first time I've done that in ages. I grind. I don't bitch. I don't cry. I work. I keep working. I don't stop. That's my thing, right? But I had to. I had, like, spitting up, like, metal phlegm. I don't know what was going on. It was bad. And now, so before I recorded this podcast, I was actually on a phone on the telephone with a friend of mine for about 40 minutes talking. And now I'm going to come over here in the studio and record. So... I don't really know what's going to happen with my voice I do know there might be more than One water break in this episode So that probably makes a lot of you Jobbers happy Now, speaking of happy, so maybe some of you guys Will be happy to know that Well, your boy Taz is going to actually Do an appearance Which is very, very, very rare As you guys know And it's, you know what, if you're going to go, you got to go big And and I'm, I'm going big Starcast 2 from Las Vegas uh, which is May 23rd to May 26th uh, in Las Vegas. It's going to be held at Caesars Palace and T- uh, Tuscany, uh, Tuscany Suites and Casino. So I believe I'll be at the Caesars Palace side of it. Um, and this Friday, from what I'm understanding, the tickets go on sale and meet and greet the, like to, I guess, I don't know how this works. I'm so green to this whole appearance thing, but you guys probably know better than me. Go to StarCast Events. And that's Star with two R's, Starcast Events on uh, on Twitter. And it's uh, basically the meet and greets will be available for purchase online to the general public this Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. So um, that's when I think, I think when you could buy them for yours truly's uh, my appearance. So yeah, this surprised a lot of people when the, when the news came out on Tuesday. I'm recording this show right now today, Tuesday. So when this came out in the morning, that I would be, uh, you know, a video went out uh, using, of course, War Machine, uh, you know, by Kiss. And um, 
yeah, so uh, it was nice for, for, for them to put the video out there. Um, and, yeah, yeah, a lot of people are surprised because, as you guys know, Conrad, uh, who does so much podcasting work for, you know, with, well, he's done it with, obviously with all his work with Bruce Pritchett and Eric Bischoff and Tony Schiavone. And, you know, so it's, there's, there's, uh, uh, am I forgetting someone? I think I got them all. And there's, so he, he does so much and he also hosts these things. Now, <clears throat> excuse me, I've had a little bit of behind the scenes issue with this man, Conrad Thompson. Okay. And, um, I just want to say that, uh, uh, I just want to say that I, I, you know, sometimes when there's an issue, I can be wrong. Believe it or not, sometimes when there's an issue, it's not always the other guy that I can tell you. I'm telling you that. Yes. that that's true. Sometimes I have a habit of being a little bit, um, I get a little, well, I just can have an issue with people for sometimes the smallest things. And... That was some of this between me and Conrad. There really was no big thing that happened, and I never really talked about him publicly like I had a problem with him. Um, I talked to him privately about a couple of things. This was over the past, you know, it's old news, behind-the-scenes news. And, you know, so I think Conrad said on some of his platforms, like, well, you know, he kind of buried your boy Taz a little bit. And that's all right. That's okay. Because, you know, Comrade and I, like men, we've talked, we've talked, and I've actually never physically met him, but I look forward to meeting him uh, in Las Vegas and potentially choking him out. So that could happen. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I wouldn't do that. Why would I publicly threaten the man? Threaten the man? No, I won't. I won't choke, but I like him. Um, maybe just like a, an ankle pick, low single. Take him down a little bit. Uh, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm looking forward to meeting him. Maybe have a beer. I'll buy him a beer. How about that? Um, no, but he, he's actually a good guy. So uh, I'm actually going to try. We, we, he and I talked to maybe. Uh, man, I don't want to say too much. But, yeah, so, so it, basically if there was a hatchet to be buried, like men, Comrade and I rapidly buried a hatchet. Let's put it that way. And that's what happens. So And, and that actually was done. Before this whole star casting happened So that was done probably a couple of weeks ago And um, I had, you know me I never do these appearances I had turned down so many appearances During Wrestlemania weekend And there were so many not far from where I live In New York <sighs> There were appearances in Queens And in Manhattan, like everywhere The whole WrestleCon gimmick And I and it was like back and forth Negotiations, not really negotiations Them just Offering this, offering that, offering this And like gentlemen these people were And I, and I was like thank you but no thank you I just have no interest in doing it <clears throat> So um, This was different This was different and this is big There's a lot of big talent that's going to be at Starcast 2 I know this is the second one Obviously that's what the friggin 2 stands for Okay so um, there's This is just I don't know It's just different and and I just I don't know I, I This one I wanted to do and, and, um, and I'm looking forward to it uh, I don't think this means there's going to be a litany of appearances that Taz is going to do. I can tell you that. Um, so I've just, even before I was doing full-time radio every day, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't doing a ton of appearances. But, um, you know, I appreciate Conrad and the people at StarCast making a big deal out of it. And 
all of the different you know retweets and favorites and comments from all you guys about it. So it's pretty cool. And and so um, so if you want to come uh, meet your boy, we'll do that in Vegas. I think um whatever that weekend is, the Friday and the Saturday, you could uh, do something. Uh, you can meet me there, and I'll sign whatever the fuck you got. The other thing too with that, without saying that, I probably shouldn't be saying this. I'm probably not allowed to say this. Um, but I, I won't say it. I'll just basically throw it out there like a little teaser. I don't know. I mean, just there could be, you never know. I'm not saying no one said this. There could be an actual live Taz show that happens. Uh, a live Taz show stage Jones, uh, in Las Vegas. You never know. Uh, so that could happen. I'm just saying, I, I don't really know. Okay, uh, so that's the deal, and I just threw that out there, and we'll leave it at that. Okay, I'm very dry right now. My throat feels like just sandpaper. So give me a second. I need a water break. <laughs> oh my God, these are Jones. This is like. Ugh. The sinuses. I ne- when I was young, I never had these problems. I'm getting older. It's like, what the fuck is going on with my sinuses? I never had allergies. My brother had all the allergies. He was a shit show when we were kids. Nose was running. His eyes were running. His ears were bleeding. Maybe not that part, but you get my point. Headaches. He had calluses all over his head and face, his back. And there I was, perfect kid, perfect. Nothing wrong with me. Nothing, no allergies. Now I get older. He's doing great, and I'm falling fucking apart. What is going on? <sighs> Sorry, I had a loud burst. <sighs> so, you think of Starcast, and uh, right away you think of AEW, right? Because they're going to be out there in Vegas weekend. You know what I mean? Doing the big, big show that they're doing. And uh, a lot of people are really, really excited about it, about AEW. And the more I'm watching what they're doing, and I'm going to get into Dustin Rhodes in a second, uh, this Double or Nothing show I think is going to be really, uh, really good. I think a lot of folks are excited about it. You know, we've heard a lot of scuttlebutt of potential now TV deals. And I told you, I'll buy in completely. When I know they got TV, and, and I think these boys got some TV coming. <laughs> I do, and and it's no fucking joke what they're fixing to do. So a lot of you mocks, okay, and I don't like to say that word. It's derogatory, and sometimes I have a bad habit of saying it. Mark. But a lot of you mocks, okay, and I mean that lovingly, uh, were like, oh, no, this is going to be fucking great. Don't worry. AEW is going to be fucking great. Oh, my God. I said, AEW. Well, you know what? I think you might have been right. So, um, and yeah, I was like, I, I wasn't buried there, but I was like, eh, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Let's not put the cart ahead of the horse. I think you could start doing that. So, um, you know, they're doing the big show at the Garden Arena MGM Grand, May 25th, 2019. And, as we know, they did a nice build-up uh, this past Saturday evening uh, where it was going to be revealed who Cody's opponent would be. And it was revealed, and it was revealed that it's going to be Dustin, his brother. So it's Cody versus Dustin, which, you know, to me is it's, it's 
from a physical perspective, the match is going to be an excellent match. It really is going to be an excellent match. I, I not just because they're brothers. I mean, knowing the styles of both these guys, uh, and again, it's tough not to think that they are brothers because they are. Their chemistry is going to be there. It's going to be an excellent match. But the thing that I want to talk about is the video that they put out promoting this match, or I should say, advertising or mentioning that that Dustin was going to be the guy. So obviously, you know. He said goodbye to the Goldust character. He's no longer with WWE and all that jazz. And that so I, I don't know if this means he's going to be full throttle with AEW or if it's just going to be a shot here or there with them. Uh, and he kind of alluded to that, like it's one last ride, uh, maybe kind of things, which is smart to tease that. Um, and he's got the half paint going on, Dustin, red and black, and they show him paint in his face. The video package they did on, I tweeted about it, <clears throat> that they did on the Cody, I'm sorry, on the Dustin reveal uh, was awesome. I, I'm telling you, go just go to uh, AEW Wrestling's Twitter. You'll find it on there, or you can find it YouTube. They do, they do a great job promoting their stuff. So, um, listen, I, I'm telling you, that package really was like I tweeted about, I said it's basically simple storytelling besides the great production of the package. Dustin's a tremendous talker. And and I'm going to be honest with you, straight up. I Look, the Gold Dust character and what Dustin's done with that character for years and the platform WWE gave him was excellent for a lot of years. But then the past, I don't know, shit, four years, five years, maybe a little more, I'm, I'm bad with the timeline. Gold Dust has kind of like just it really hasn't done anything to character. They haven't done nothing with Dustin. And they kind of kept him in the gimmick. Watching him be Dustin Rhodes talking uh, from a ranch and talking in, in, while he's painting his face and wherever they shot it and the way it looked and hearing him just talk real. I cared more about him as a performer that I was looking to watch perform then I did uh, for the bulk, well, I should say the bulk, the last, I don't know, five, six years of the Gold Dust gimmick, or a little bit we've seen in WWE of it. They made him, by allowing Dustin to be Dustin, it just, it was real. And like, he's, he's a compelling guy. He can speak really well. He's intelligent. Uh, he's credible as shit. And it just made me. Believe everything he was saying You you buy in like a mark Which you should because you want to suspend that You know you want to you know get into the story <laughs> And the, the overview story Was simple hey you know It was great what I did in WWE Goldust was amazing had a great ba 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 And now Cody Was a great athlete I was there for Cody all the time You know and his two state championships He won as in, in, in uh, as an amateur And all this and I was there for him And But you know basically Saying Cody's become like ego. Cody's become, you know, like just you could see who the heel is, who the babyface is. It's Cody's the heel, Dustin's the babyface, but it's subtle stuff. It's not old school heel, old school babyface. It's little subtle things that Dustin said. And this is great. And the greatest thing of it, and this is not an insult, this is actually a compliment that Cody wasn't even in this vignette at all. Cody, nothing. Nothing, that's perfect Very clever, very smart, well done um, I, I, You know, I'm, I'm telling you I really, I really bought into it And I thought it was excellent I heard it was going to be Cody And I thought, okay, this is cool 
I'm sorry, Dustin. I heard it was going to be Dustin. I was like, okay, this is cool. And then when I watched it, <clears throat> I was like, oh, wow, this is really good. And then as I'm watching more, I'm like, wow, this is really good. And <clears throat> I don't know. I just think that they're, they're, you know, a part of me thinks too, this is just armchair booking. Well, maybe you should have did something where Cody was, I'm sorry, Dustin was at um, Double or Nothing. He's at the big show, the big pay-per-view and all those chairs. And then you start some sort of an angle there. And then the payoff is down the road, a match, Cody versus Dustin. Instead, you're going right at it, Cody versus Dustin. But you know what? I think it's smarter what they're doing because they're coming hot off of the time he spent Gold Dust as Gold Dust in WWE, and I guess his non compete ended or whatever he had going on. The timing, I guess, was good. And um, go right at it with a match because you need big matches on this, you know, this big show that 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 AEW is doing. It's their first real, you know, big show. So you, you you're gonna bring star power, right? You you got star power with Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho and Cody and the Bucks, and uh, you know, you got star power, you know, for sure. But now. You had Dustin in this thing where it's brother versus brother, and you do this this gimmick they're doing. It's 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 excellent. It's excellent. I mean, it, it, they're bigger matches for sure. They're advertised like Jericho and Kenny Omega, excellent stuff. I mean, you know these guys, they're gonna tear it down. You know that. And Dustin and Cody's gonna tear it down. And the Bucks and the Lucha Brothers are gonna tear it down. So those Lucha Brothers can fucking flat out work. <laughs> and and uh, the Bucks have those those AAA uh, the tag team titles. So. Um, I'm looking forward to that match And you know, Bucks are great I've always always talked glowing of those guys Lucha Brothers, excellent um, So that's going to be awesome stuff And then you got Hangman Page and Pac Pac, I should say uh, Which was formerly known as Neville from WWE Look at, I, you guys heard me months ago Talking about Hangman Page I'm a big, big fan of this guy's work And, you know Pac is like, forget it He's He's tremendous I mean, so you know, just those matches, those top matches are, are are money. So I I love I love the Dustin Cody thing. I'm down. I'm all in. No pun intended. All right. So I got to be careful saying that here, especially I just got announced for Starcast. I'm like saying I'm all in, and I go oh 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 oh. All right. Uh, I'm gonna go to break. Let's have a break. Talk a little bit more here. Uh, sit tight. This is the Taz Show. Uh, you're enjoying it. You're loving it. And I will be right back. All right, we're back here. So yeah, we're uh, rock and rolling. You know, I was telling you guys about the uh, dark side of the ring. And you know, now they've been pumping out more. I, I think the last one I when I did talk about it was uh, was the Bruiser Brody um, episode, the killing of Bruiser Brody. I believe that's the one that. I talked about less, if memory serves me. But they, uh, since then, I've I've watched um, I've watched the la 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 la. I watched the match made in heaven, Randy Savage and Elizabeth, and um, I've watched the Montreal Screw Job. Okay, well, I, so I'll talk about both those for a sec here, um, in no particular order. The match made in heaven. I I, I don't know which one that I like better. Let me just think out loud. Which one did I like? Match made in heaven better, or did I like the um, 
did I like the Montreal Screwjob better? I probably, I probably enjoyed the Montreal Screwjob a little better. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe because I was in my prime during that, so I remember when it happened while I was wrestling in ECW and doing all my stuff I was doing. But they're both real good. I suggest you to watch both of them. Watch you should watch all these. These are great on Vice. Um, so. I thought, you know, some people were saying there was too much with the Montreal Screwjob episode with Vince Russo uh, bobbing back and forth, like in different settings, and Jim Cornette. I disagree. I, I, I didn't have a problem with that. I thought, it, I thought it added context to it. They were both there. It was interesting that they both were taking kind of quasi credit for uh, the finish of the sharpshooter of Sean putting a sharpshooter on Brett and all that stuff. Um, I've had a lot of people ask me, well, over the years, do you think it was a work or what? I, I, I got to tell you, um, I do think, uh, <laughs> I don't want to be rude, but I do think it was a work. I do. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, because, and I'll explain why um, uh, in a second here. So as someone's texting me, so those are not, those are organic things. Um, so, so the thing is this, um, I don't, um, when I watched it the first time, when I when I saw the the first thing that jumped out to me where I felt like it was a work was when after Brett realized in the ring, okay, that he just got screwed by you know what happened and Hebner rang the bell, and then you see Brett go to hook the ankle of Sean and he's looking around like what the hell happened? And he got up. Once he was in the ring, disheveled. Matches over, people in Montreal are booing Like what the hell happened, all this kind of shit um, I, And Vince's was Vince was ringside Saying ring the bell or do whatever or, You know, ring the bell and he was pissed And I think that I think it was Scott Hall and somebody else On that episode, I can't remember who that pointed out And I felt the same way for a long time A lot of stuff Scott Hall said Is stuff that I've been saying to people close to me About that, because he's right The positioning is what jumped out to me <clears throat> That's what Hall was saying <clears throat> If you look at where Vince was and the camera work Was right there on Vince Vince was staying by the apron for To get spit on, I mean it was like <clears throat> To me that just jumped out Sorry for coughing, it just jumped out to me that it was just right there. I'm, look, I'm not trying to insult, insult any of these cats involved with that thing. Work or shoot, it was something that's going to go down in history for the rest of pro wrestling history forever. That's how iconic that, that shit was. So um, I'm just saying, like, I don't think that the camera would, I, I don't think that, I, I don't think he would, when he grabbed them, the, when he did the pantomime with, the, with his fingers, WCW, I, listen, Kevin Dunn in that truck, they're not staying with a hard camera on him, on, on Bret Hart. Once he shoots on them, once they shoot on him, then he shoots back. They're not. They're not. I just don't think that's going to happen. I don't. I really don't. I just don't. There's so many other things you could shoot to. I, I, I understand what all these people said, you know, that were in that episode. And I'm not calling any of those people lying, liars. I think a lot of those people were not in on it, even though they thought they were in on it. I really do. And, and, I don't think it was I don't think it was a shoot at all I just don't I don't um, And by the way 
Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, two of the greatest ever. And you talk about two guys that had absolutely amazing chemistry with each other in the ring. Those matches over the years, those two guys have had which is just something of epic proportions. So that, I think, gets lost in this whole screw job thing, how great both those guys were with each other, working against each other. Always awesome matches. So really were kind of um, – Set it up for the next generation to really bring forward that athleticism and two guys that were not 6'6", 320 pounds, that were athletes, that were six foot, if that, and, and you know, 230 pounds or so, you know? Uh, hang on, guys. I'm just, my throat is just, I'm just, I just, I need more water. Sorry, right in the middle of just great commentary. Hang on. Jesus, what's going on here? <coughs> Dings going on. <coughs> yeah. Oh my god Really I've done pods that were over an hour long And I did two water breaks Did, did one It's the You know we get that sinus That metal taste in your throat I hate that Okay Okay Got it Now I'm spitting all over the place Jesus My mess <sighs> Okay so that took care of that. So anyway, so I, I, that's my thoughts on the screw job stuff. Um, do I think um, that Brett punched Vince? Uh, I do, I do, and I do think that it was behind closed doors. And I do think that Vince took one for the team, as they call it. I think he, he ate one, he ate a punch because that's part of the work. Just that's just my opinion on it, and I, I you know, and. I don't mean to be disrespectful to nobody that were there. Like I said, I just got to give my my viewpoint on it. I I I applaud them for doing great business because that's just great business. I could be wrong on this. I know there's a bunch of people that would tell me that were there. You weren't there. You're wrong. Okay, well that's fine. I don't have to be there, but I have an opinion. So <clears throat> just looking at, um, like I said, if you go back and watch the Dark Side of the Ring, uh, this episode of Montreal Screw Job. The bulk of what Scott Hall said while he was watching the monitor are things that I've thought for years. So it was nice to see a, a, a you know a fellow you know worker understand see it like I saw it the same way because he's right. I mean there were so many things that wouldn't happen if you worked there long enough. You know that, and most of it's that camera work, and most of it's the what they call blocking of where Vince was by the apron. Uh, the blocking, the camera shots, where everything was set up perfectly for the cameras to pick it up. If they would have did it more, you know, not smartened up the cameras or the director and did it more shooty style where it didn't catch it all and it wasn't zooming in on Vince as he's pulling the phlegm off his face. Like, I, I just think that made it look like more of a work for those that would be skeptics. So that's how I felt about it. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. The... The other episode, um, the match made in heaven, um, I thought was, look, I've always, just like a lot of you guys, was always a huge Randy Savage fan. Uh, nothing but respect for his ability, just flat out the man. My son uh, is uh, going to be 20 years old, right? So he, he was actually home from college um, for like Easter break, and I was, I, we watched it. He watched it with me. Now, he heard of Randy Savage, but he, my kid didn't grow up like a huge wrestling fan, and obviously that was way before his time. But he knew the name, you know, and then when he saw some of the clips of him when he was working and cutting promos, he just looks at me and goes, Dad, you know, he goes, Randy Savage was the man. I go, no shit. He was the man, dude. He was the man. So that's a young guy, 20 years old, like, 
you know, uh, you know, like, wow, this guy was badass, you know, like really cool. I mean, that's what Savage was with those crazy. Oh, yeah. Those promos. And yeah, I, I, I listen, I thought it was excellent. It was a very sad story. It was sad what happened to both of them. Uh, obviously, Randy in a, in a car accident, um, you know, that, and, and had a heart attack. That's that's sad. But prior to that, how Elizabeth lost her life. And they had um, they had a great dialogue there from from Eric Bischoff where he had Lex Luger on his podcast and and they had that audio and they had the audio of the nine one one call when Lex you know and she was taking pills and you know uh, Elizabeth and drinking and they were partying and I have to tell you during that era that time again I was I was in my prime then as a wrestler you know and the it's just it, so many people have left us from that time in that same age range, even younger than her, um, because of you know drugs. And um, I've a lot of people that I was friends with during that time. It was it was it was dark, man. It was it was bad. The business was was really just there was a lot of that stuff going on. I don't know how much is going on now. I get the feeling not a lot of that stuff. I don't think any of these companies tolerate it. People are smarter to it, the drug testing and everything, and it just doesn't, you know, there's, there's more awareness to it now. Not that anyone was vicious that owned companies back then, but, you know, it just was kind of like it just happened, and you kind of just, we were just everybody was just stupid and let it just happen. I, I, I never got involved with any of that. I don't begrudge anybody who partied or partied or did anything they did. I, I never, I was friends with a lot of people. But I, I, you know, I know a lot of people that lost their lives that I considered friends. Even though I didn't party with them, they were still my friends, and I respected them, and I missed them, a lot of them. And I don't need to get into names, but so that's what I was thinking about a lot when uh, I was watching Match Made in Heaven, Dark Side of the Ring, and, and that whole tragic situation with, with Elizabeth and what happened. Um, you know, it was it was pretty heavy. I, I thought I thought Lanny Poffo gave good... Good in-depth stuff, um, uh, detail and content about his brother. I thought that was very cool. I liked that they had old footage of <coughs> Angelo Poffo, Randy, and Lanny's dad, and their promotion. Uh, I thought Bruce Pritchard gave good good insight there too, because he knew Randy very well. Um, I really enjoyed it. I did, but it was sad. And you know, uh, Hulk Hogan's ex-wife was given a lot of. Uh, you know, I didn't know they were such good friends, her and Elizabeth. Um, there was a lot of stories there that were very interesting and stuff that happened. So <clears throat> if you didn't watch the Match Made in Heaven deal, you should check it out. Um, I thought it was really, really good. And uh, and so was the Montreal Screwjob. And some people, a lot of people so far are telling me their favorite one is the Bruiser Brody. You know, so I need more wire. So I don't know. Um I'm leaning towards the Bruce Brody a little bit too. Like I said, I like them all. So, um, and that's it. So I think they have two more coming out. I believe. I think they have. I think there's two more, right? Yeah, is there two more? I believe there is. So yeah, Monster Screwjob. The uh, what was the other one? The um, Match Made in Heaven. Then it was the. And that's the thing. I said this before. They had the Bruiser Brody one come out prior. The Killing of Bruce Brody came out <clears throat> before these other ones, like as a, a like a teaser. I don't know what it was. I saw it on PW Insider. Mike Johnson put it out a few weeks ago, 
And then somebody I know, I got the Link Jones. Let's just put it that way. So I kind of got the whole gimmick. But um, <clears throat> so I know people, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm over. That's called being over. Okay? That's called being over. But there, there's, I'm trying to remember the name of the other, <coughs> the others. I don't think it's just three. I could have sworn there was more than three. I'm drawing a blank right now. But the, um, they're definitely... I mean, they're excellent. And Vice, Vice Land, they do it. Vice does a great job, and they do a great job. They really do. And um, I mean, they do a lot of stuff, a lot of content on weed. They're big into the weed. You know, not a big weed guy. You know what I mean? So, but that's fine. You know, if you're into the weed, you might like that. So, uh, you know, the the the, the uh, what do you call it? The marijuana. You know, maybe that's something that you do. Or maybe you're into that. I don't really know. You know, it just never was my thing. But uh, what else we got? So I'm trying to think. So we got the. Uh, we got the, what do you call it, Dark Side of the Ring Jones. We got, uh, we covered that. We talked about the other thing. Yeah, yeah. so I think we're good here. Okay, we're good. Got another pod going to come out probably Thursday afternoon, maybe Friday this week. So all you got to do is sit tight for that. It's really that simple of a process. You know the routine here. And uh, and that's the dealio. You know what I mean? So I appreciate you guys jumping on and listening. And thank you so much. I mean, I'm, I'm cutting this one a little bit short. I just, like I said, I'm... <clears throat> My throat is a little shitty I usually don't cry like a little bitch out here But I'm bitching and crying like crazy So That's the deal Alright, anyways, uh, that's it, I'm Taz, you're not Thanks guys, talk to you soon Go buy a t-shirt, by the way, Pro Wrestling Tees Put Taz in the search bar Alright, take it easy Back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own